Welcome to the Mastery Matrix podcast. I am your host, Kyrie, and on this side of the podcast world, we geek out on human potential and transformation. You know how to disrupt ourselves, elevate to mastery, and build our mind, body, spirit, and systems for greatness. I hope you're ready, guys, because I am. Let's go. Guess what we're talking about today? We are talking about building wealth. So if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that I love to talk about, yes, mindset and yes, what it takes to get to the next level and how to gain mastery in whatever you choose to accomplish in this life of yours and business uh, development and business building is part of it. Personal development is part of it and wealth building is part of it as well. And that that's what we're talking about today. Actually, as I'm recording this, um, this week, my one of my mentors that I absolutely love his work, I've been following his work since, let me see what, 2009, 2007, something like that. It's been a long time. All right. He was still pretty young. Uh, and so was I, and I was able to, you know, follow his work since be coached by him and so on. And it definitely changed my complete outlook on how I view making money and how I viewed, uh, building wealth and, you know, creating a rich life. And, that person is Ramit Sethi. So as I'm recording this, this week, he actually launched his um, Netflix show called How to Get Rich. So if you haven't checked it out, if you haven't watched it, definitely go and do so. Check out his podcast. I will teach you to be rich. Check, check out his book. I am not sponsored by any of this, but I know that for a lot of people, this really, really does help. And it doesn't make it doesn't matter really how much money you're currently making. I know people, and even if you listen to his podcast, hey, I don't even you know need to give you examples of real people that I know. But even when you listen to his podcast, you'll see that you know people who are uh, struggling with money because they don't have enough money, and people who are struggling with money because you have so much of it. Uh, you see all of the spectrum of building wealth and the money problems that people typically face, and more specifically, the psychology of money, and um, you know how to. He helps people pretty much like overcome their own money stories, their own money blocks. And again, as I said, it is not just purely focused on people who have credit card debt and are not making enough money, but actual real couples who may make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year or millions of dollars a year and are still facing money issues. So if you have not checked out Ramit Sethi, definitely check out his work, check out his Netflix show, and uh, you'll learn a ton, I guarantee you. And today I really wanted to do some, uh, like a almost like study notes from his book, but also his show, his podcast, the things that I have learned from him over the past 15 years or so that completely changed my own trajectory, how I view my finances and how I organize my finances as well. And I can tell you a lot of it I learned from him because it was completely different from everything that I learned from my parents, all right? Or everything that I never learned from my parents, I should say. So the the key difference between Ramit Sethi's view on uh, personal finance and many others that you know, maybe like Dave Ramsey and so many others that uh, you've seen, um, whether on social media or the radio shows and so on, is that he is not about just cutting expenses to build wealth. Like that is not his philosophy for him wealth and you know living your life everything has to be done for now and the future so you're not trying to get everything in order to be rich in the future right because who knows how long we're going to be here so 
Nothing to do with the whole fire movement, nothing to do with Dame Ramsey's style of, you know, living on rice and beans and beans on rice. It's all about spending your money where it matters to you and for every single person that is going to be different. So the key things that I have learned from him and that I have implemented in how I manage money and that I suggest that anybody who's listening to this and whether you're making, you know, a lot of money or just starting out or struggling, you've been struggling with um, making money or keeping money these elements definitely help and they've helped me at different stages of my life, right? And the first thing which I learned from him that I absolutely, like it blew my mind back then, um, I was still in my 20s, was the whole concept of automating everything. The more you have to make decisions about your finances on a day-to-day basis, the more you're going to struggle and the less you're either going to have of it or the more, um, you know, your money is going to be just spread around and you won't really know, you won't feel like you have control of it and you're going to fear it. The more you can automate, the more your money is going to grow and is going to just be there when you need it. Right. And so for me, the concept of automating finances was completely new when I learned it because I had followed other financial mentors and other financial teachers, experts, and so on. And they placed way more emphasis on budgeting than anything else. And what I realized is that when I just had to rely on my willpower to do things, it just didn't get done. But as soon as I started implementing Renit's um, whole focus on automation, where you literally decide once and then you just let the money do its thing the way that you set it up. And everything that you have then left in your account is for guilt-free spending. That completely changed the game for me. Savings, investing, everything completely grew. And I I didn't have to think about it, right? It really helps you reduce the need for constantly monitoring what you have to do, decision-making, And it makes the whole personal finance side of things less stressful, more manageable. So that was one key thing, the automation of everything, including investing, including everything like that completely changed the game for me. Another piece that changed my mindset when it comes to personal finance was his emphasis on conscious spending. So as I said, many financial experts, they focus on cutting expenses Ramit emphasizes the importance of spending money on things that truly matter to you while you cut back on things that don't matter to you. All right. So this is very different from budgeting. Budgeting, you're focused, you're looking at, you know, how much you've been spending in the past and then planning the future based on those past expenses. But most people never really question if the expenses that they have are things that they actually love. So think of it almost like doing KonMari on your finances. KonMari is the whole concept of, you know, um, like decluttering your house so that you really keep in there the things that bring you joy and everything else you get rid of, right? From Marie Kondo, like her whole whole concept on doing that. Well, this is kind of the same thing, but for your finances, the whole idea is to really focus on identifying what would create for you, or if you're a couple for both of you, your rich life. And for different people, it's going to be different. For people at different stages of life, like in your life, maybe two now versus 10 years ago versus 10 years from now, your concept of rich life might change, right? And based on that, based on what rich life means for you, 
you create a conscious spending plan that is aligned with that. Meaning what you decide to prioritize and to spend money on might be very different from what your siblings uh, spend money on or your best friend spends money on. But at the end of the day, it has to just create what you consider your rich life. For example, for me, rich life means spending money on travel, It means spending money on convenience, like things that will make my life easier, super important for me. And it means spending money on um, experiences and education. Like I I do spend a lot of money on coaches, mentorship, on uh, courses, you know, workshops and things like that. I absolutely love all of that personal development side of things. Okay. And so what that means is that when you look at my budget, Apart from the fixed expenses, which I reduce to the minimum because I want to have money to do the things that I want to do. Oh, another piece as well for me that's important for rich life is actually creating financial security for my family. Let's say the day that I'm not here anymore or I'm not uh, able to work because I am the main breadwinner. I, one of my key things is to make sure that my family's all right. Okay. And so that means, you know, do it, putting a lot of money into investing and, saving as much as I can, which I know I could be doing much more. But again, I choose to invest more than I save. So that's another, that's my personal preference. Um, And so that side is very important for me. That is one of my key definitions of rich life. For somebody who doesn't have kids, it might be different. Uh, Some people might prefer, like for them, rich a rich life, like for example, for my mom, a rich life definitely includes designer, like luxury items, right? And that is, I never understood that when I was younger. And I was like, why would you spend your money on that? Like, it's it's a handbag for God's sake. <laughs> like, why would you do that? But then discovering Ramit's work, I was able to realize that, oh, you know what? That is her definition of a rich life. So if she wants to spend money on that, well, good for her, right? I don't have to agree with it. There is no just one way of spending money. At the end of the day, we each have our preferences and whatever you choose to spend your money on after you've paid for your basic expenses, that is your thing to do. Like do you, baby. And so the this whole idea of conscious spending was a game changer. Like Honestly, when I think of how we got to this point where we're like living our dream life or of being on, you know, different continents throughout the year and traveling with the kids and homeschooling and we're moving to Portugal in a month and all of those things, it came from Rumi planting the seed in my mind that you can live your rich your rich life now. You don't have to wait for retirement. And if you want to do that, you just have to create it in your mind and make it very clear talk to your spouse, design it together. And so my husband and I started talking a lot about what this would look like a few years ago. And then one day we're like, hey, hold on, we're talking about it, but we're not really aligning our finances to make it happen, right? And so we decided to start spending in this direction as well and completely changed everything. So when you look at our budget, yes, we have fixed expenses, A lot of those fixed expenses are really low compared to a lot of people. And because we wanted to make the rich life part of thing very, very much alive, right? We wanted to make it happen. And that includes the traveling, that includes us being in the US since the beginning of the year, going to Europe in a month, and then who knows where we'll be at the end of the year, right? Like that's the dream life for us, okay? And so the emphasis that he puts is not on reducing your expenses, but aligning your your expenses and your spending 
with your dream life. Super important. And then he places also a lot of emphasis on earning more. Whereas a lot of people, a lot of experts have you, you know, cut the latte. And as I said, go back to beans and rice and rice and beans. He's like, no, why don't we look for ways for you to make more money? So it's, you know, side hustles. It's how to get salary raises, how to create multiple streams of income, which all, all the things that I'm obsessed about. Those are the things that he teaches and everything is so, so, so personalized to you as a person. And as you're doing this work, you're having to do a lot of growth oriented type of work, right? Like working on your mindset, your psychology, when it comes to money, I absolutely love his work. And I encourage you, if you've never, ever uh, heard of Ramit, get, you know, get on Netflix, watch the show. It's called how to get rich, get, grab the book on Amazon somewhere. I will teach you to be rich. That's the name of it. And, uh, it's really amazing work and you can check out his podcast as well, which will literally get you in almost like in the bedroom with couples talking about money, like the type of conversations you never hear anywhere else. I absolutely love it. And I encourage you to listen to it so that hopefully, you know, those conversations can help you with your personal finances, can help you communicate about money with your significant other, with your children, etc. And also just realize that whatever's happening for you, you're not alone. Whatever's happening for you when it comes to money, there's so many other people who are facing exactly the same things, and it gives you ways and ideas to overcome them, to communicate, and to just see that there's light at the end of the tunnel, and that you don't need to be stuck where you are just because you don't know anybody who is, you know, having those issues, or you don't, you're not able to have those conversations with other people, all right? Definitely for me, it removed the whole taboo around money. To be honest with you, until I was in my mid 20s, I had no idea how to manage money at all. I was not used to, I, I had started learning how to make it, right? I was making money, but I had no idea how to manage it, had no idea where to go to manage it. And I had a lot of limiting beliefs came, that came from, you know, my upbringing, that came from the way that I heard my parents. Uh, interact with money and talk about money and just the situations that I witnessed growing up. A lot of them were not fun around money. And um, I also realized that I had a lot of myth um, uh, like in my mind around the way that money works. Right. And I had to debunk all of that to get to a point where now I'm making more money than I've ever made and I'm able to invest and I understand it and I'm not afraid. I'm actually excited about money. And because of that, I learned how to sell. I learned how to generate mo more money. And it's literally because like it all started with this guy completely changing my mindset from scarcity to abundance when it comes to money. All right. So these are my study notes from the book, I Will Teach You To Be Rich and from uh, Ramit Sethi's show, How To Get Rich. Check it out on, uh, he's doing a whole promo on social and everything. He has an amazing newsletter. So go and check it out and let me know what you think. All right. I love you so much. Go and grow wealth, grow and grow health and mastery and have an amazing rest of your day. I love you. There you have it. If you got any insight from today's show, guys, please make sure that you leave a review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That would mean a lot to me. 
Also, the conversation continues, and I want you to connect with me on IG or Facebook at Kyrie Var. Now, this information is in the show notes, so you can grab it in there and message me with your biggest takeaway from today's show. All right, so thanks again so much for being here with me today. I will see you very soon.